You're listening to Siren Radio. It's, and I'm going to give you a, an exact time check and you'll see why in a minute. Uh, whenever you happen to be listening, it could be on the podcast, it could be on this again, it could be on a repeat, whenever. It is four minutes past 11 on Friday, the 25th of February. Why am I saying that? Well, I'm going to be talking in a second to Dr. Tom Waller, Siren Radio's chiropractor. And the subject I, I offered him for this week is how we cope with the enormity of the news, which you may have just listened to if you just listened to a news broadcast or you're reading or you're getting it online or you're getting it on the television, uh, because we are living in extraordinary circumstances. Dr. Tom, good to have you with us. Welcome to Siren Radio. It's great to be here, Andrew, as always. Now, um, I'm not going to enumerate what's actually happened in Ukraine, other than it will no doubt be continuing for some considerable time. And the subject I came up with, we're thinking so much about those who are involved with it. But in doing that, I found myself when I was talking to another one of our colleagues, uh, Bruce K. Rosenblum, for the American Cousins broadcast this week. Both of us sat there for a couple of minutes saying, I just don't know how to process this. And I started by saying, this is the closest I've come to understanding what my mother and father might have felt like in 1939 at the beginning of the Second World War, that, you know, you, you know you have to do something, you know you have to think and feel something, but you have absolutely no uh, parameters by which to judge or to offer or to cope. So in the next couple of minutes, can you, can you help us, Dr. Tom? I can certainly try, Andrew. I can certainly try. Where do we start? <laughs> you know what? I, I, it was really interesting because you mentioned this to me uh, yesterday and had to think about it. And I think what we must first do is seek to understand. So if we look at the situation here and, you know, as tragic as it is, and, and as I discussed with you today, if there's a slip of the tongue, it's, it's a slip of the tongue and that's nothing more. But if we think that there is an invasion on the Ukraine and the Russians have done that, Think of those Russian soldiers who are doing what they feel is right, uh, are doing what they have been conditioned to believe is right. So the reason I want to start with that is, if you remember, well, you won't remember, but think back to the example you gave your grandparents there. In 1914, on the 24th of December, what happened? Can you remember? Oh, the football match. Yes. So you had opposition armies having a truce stopping and coming together as human beings but the next day they went back to follow their orders and the reason i start with this is i believe that the only thing we can do is work out what is within our control and so often we live our lives and we go by what others tell us to do or condition us to do or lead us to believe and I think the only solace that we can really find is, am I taking control of my four feet around where I choose to exist and where I choose to live? And am I making decisions for me moving forwards? And as this event might expand, people may be asked to do certain things. And I think the only thing we can really do, because like you were saying, you and your good friend are miles away and not in a position to directly help. But how can you change the course of time? I think it comes down to having a bit of sovereignty and making personal decisions and maybe questioning what we're always told and what we're always led to believe. 
so that we do what is right morally and from our understanding and from our basis. That's fascinating. And whilst you've been talking, I've been thinking about um, the, the the narrative about that football match. Um, and it's extraordinary, isn't it, that we have been on the brink of European war and have been through it twice in the last 120, 130 years. And yet we still get pushed towards it. And I'm, I'm thinking about the frustration you, you, you talked about thinking about the, the Russian soldiers. I'm also thinking about the ordinary Russian people, some of whom I know through my contacts in, in the world of journalism and the European Journalism Training Association. Uh, we have very good friends in Moscow um, who, who are in fear, um, not just of what's going to happen perhaps to their friends who are in the military, um, but what's actually going to happen in their country. Because one of the other things, you know, they are trying to control Russia by all means, with exception at the moment, of, of actually engaging in fights. So they're doing a lot of financial issues. And that will have an enormous effect on ordinary Russians. This is why it's the enormity of what we're facing here and the huge way it's united countries around the world um, that is breathtaking in a way that I, is, is unlike 1914 and the football match and 1939 because we've never been on the edge of a war that could end not just all wars but life on earth with the potential of a, a nuclear holocaust yes and, and and this is where you see you know if you if you look to the news today or actually you know if you don't look to the news today if you look to um probably socials you'll see that people are on the streets of moscow protesting there are people in that country who are loving and caring. And I think the narrative that we've been led to believe is that Russians aren't that good a people. And, and, and again, that's where it comes back to my first question is always be questioning what, we, what we've been told and led to believe. Human beings around the globe are, are human beings around the globe. And they're great people. But when you get herd mentality and you can be pushed and pulled in certain directions, uh, it can be very easy to sway and manipulate what's going on. So that's why I come back to this whole aspect of how can we control what's in our what's in our environment. I mean, the last year that we've been through with COVID, one of the big things that we saw is people are taking more time to spend with their family, engaging more in the things that mean things to them, not just the material gains of life. So it's it's another chance to re-engage in being a human being, being part of something great, something beautiful. And I think it will triumph. It always has. It always has um, when we look through wars and time. And maybe it's just taken time, but there's always triumph. But it has to come back to us having that sovereignty and that de determination to make our own decisions for what we know is right. Um, and I suppose, in some, do something. I suppose in some senses, we have to trust that ultimately there will be I suppose, a Gaia balancing moment where reason will overcome um, sheer, sheer brutality of what is actually happening in, in the sense that uh, President Putin seems to be saying, I'm going in and um, you take me on at your risk, that somewhere something will happen that will actually be that, that flowing of oil on 
troubled waters. Yeah, and we have to be open to see it. I mean, who was, oh, I forget, the, oh, this is awful of me to forget his name, uh, the German soldier or general who, who saved so many lives during the Holocaust. Yes. What, uh, oh, I forget his name. And there's also Schindler as well. Schindler, yeah, exactly. Uh, Schindler. That's what I'm thinking of. And when he set up the factory um, and the extraordinary film that uh, is called Schindler's List, he wasn't alone, apparently. There were yes. several others like that who did some extraordinary things during the Second World War. But if you think back to the Second World War, that would not have been publicised. No. It would not have been. Not at the time, would it? Not at the no. time. But there'll be people like that who need to be you know, publicised, whereas you know, what sells is is drama and fear. But I think if we look back at these examples of what has happened over time, there will be people working in that way. There will be people trying to make a change. And there will be people in the side of what we would perceive as evil, trying to right the wrong. And I think we have to look for that and trust that and not just go along with the narrative that we're being shown and told. Very clear, very precise. And unscrambling my muddled thoughts at the moment, Dr. Tom Waller. Thank you so much indeed for spending just a few moments with us here on Siren Radio. Let's hope in a month's time uh, when we next uh, chat, um, things will have calmed down a bit. I do hope so. And thank you for giving me the time.